So we're going to pray. We're going to do what it says in the last scripture of the scriptures that we have been studying, which is Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. The last scripture says on in verse 18, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. So we're going to end this series in prayer. We're going to pray what we have learned that it solidifies in our mind and our spirits. We're going to pray what the scripture says according to Ephesians 6 about putting on the whole armor of God. We're going to pray that we continue to stay in this mindset of being his warrior, being his child, but understanding that even as his child, we have to be on the battlefield. So let's pray. God, we thank you for this time together. We thank you how you have allowed us to read and dive deep into your word. Lord, I thank you for us understanding that there is always a spiritual war going on. So a lot of the battles that we face are not the issues of the people. It is not someone who is outside of a lot of the battles we face is actually within. It is the person that we wake up with every morning who is ourselves. It is a person that we sleep down and we go to bed with every night. That is ourselves. The battle is within. The enemy tries to attack our mind on so many levels. And we try to fight with people in the physical and the natural, but really it is a spiritual battle. They have their own spiritual battles just like we have ours. So you have two spiritual battles coming together. And the question is, who is looking towards you? Who is looking towards the one and the, who is the author and the finisher of our faith? The one who has given us a victorious position already, which is Christ Jesus. So God, help us to prepare for any battle we may face. Help us to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. As we go throughout any day, every week, every month, throughout the year, every day that you allow us to see, help us to stand strong and not live in fear of the enemy. For we know that Jesus is our victory. We have victory because of him. So we put on the whole armor of God. And it says in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you and I may be able to stand our ground. And after we have done everything, we stand. We stand firm then and we put on the truth buckled around our waist with a breastplate of righteousness in place and with the feet fitted for the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit of all, on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. And with this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. God, we take those passages of scripture to heart. We know that when we put on the, our full armor of God, we know that you are the truth. 
For Jesus says in John 14 and 6, I am the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we know that we want victory. We have victory through, through Christ Jesus, knowing that he is the truth. So we have to begin to understand who Christ Jesus is. We have to begin to understand the truth of God, truth of your character, your faithfulness. We, we need to understand your word. According to John 8, 32, it says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We do not have to be held bound by anything. We are free and victorious because of you. So when we put on the belt of truth, we know that that is our truth, that we are free that we are victorious. As the more and more we know about your character, your faithfulness, your promises, your love, your joy, your hope, and your peace, God, we be, we obtain more of the truth. We don't have to depend and fall onto the enemy's lies. We can stand firm as we strap on the belt of truth, knowing who you are, knowing that you are good, knowing that you are faithful and powerful, God. We know that all things work together for the good of us who are called according to your word. And we are thankful for that, God. So help us stand firm on your truth, which is your word of God, which is your character. God, help us to, uh, to be guided to tools that help us memorize your word. Help us to be guided to the correct uh, versions that will help us to even relate to it, God. Some of us are kind of still stuck on certain translations, but you have given so many people ways to translate your word. Lord, allow us to be your students so that we can know the truth. So that when the enemy comes in, we can come against him like what Jesus did in the wilderness. He combated the enemy with the word of God. He called him out with the word of God. He fought against him with scripture. So God, if Jesus himself, when he walked this earth, had to use scripture as a tool to combat the enemy, who are we? God, allow us to see that, that we need the word of God. It is a powerful tool. It is the sword. It is your truth. And as we know and study the word of God, we begin to know more about you, more about, more about who you called us to be, more about how our character should be, more about what our promises are. So I don't have to fall trap or fall to the enemy's lies and what he promises because I know that your promises are yea and amen. His promises, the enemy promises are lies and deceit and pain. It only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But your promises come that I may have life. Your promises are that I may be free, that your children may be free, that those who accept you may be free. Your word says th that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written. Your scripture is telling us to meditate on your word. This is another way for us to obtain your truth. As we understand the, the tools through scripture memorization, as we become your students of hearing the word of God and doing the word of God and writing the word of God, Lord Jesus, your word also tells us to meditate on it day and night. Give us the wisdom on how to meditate. Some of us are better at visual learners. Some of us are better at hearing the word. Some of us are better at writing it. God, however it is, you know the type of students that we are. 
you know the type of learning that we need to obtain and, and the learning styles that we need to apply, Lord Jesus. We will not be limited by anybody else, but we will focus on the unlimited God who you are, our Father who will guide us in how to meditate on your word. Let us crave your word. Let us desire your word. Let us think about your word. Let us go to sleep meditating on a scripture. Let us wake up with a word in our heart. Some of the words could be through song, Lord Jesus. There's a lot of songs out here that have your, that have your scriptures that are laced throughout it. God, guide us to it. Let us be curious about you. Let us understand that we are victorious that we don't have to wallow in fear and shame. We know that your word guide it, it only it not only guides us but it guards us. It guides us in the truth. It guides our feet. It protects us but it guards our heart and our minds. For for Lord Jesus let your we know that guard your hearts with the breastplate of righteousness. The righteousness is not us. The righteousness is you. The righteousness is not what we have done. There is nothing that we can do to obtain the righteousness. Righteousness is the perfect holiness of you, Jesus Christ, that only comes from God. Righteousness is to be right in God's eyes that can only be done through Jesus. For another scripture says, in our righteousness is as unto filthy rags unto you. So what we consider to be righteous, what we consider to be upstanding, what we consider to be right, it is still considered as filthy rags. Why? Because Christ is the only one that is blameless. So when we go before your throne, you see your son. You see his blood. You see his sacrifice. So God, we will not allow self-righteousness to become our language, to become our mindset, but we will do what your scripture says, which is put on the breastplate of righteousness. And it is not our righteousness, it is yours. This righteousness comes only through Jesus's death and resurrection on the cross. Jesus took our place. And he offers a covering of righteousness to block out of every attack of the enemy, especially those on our hearts and our minds and our souls, Lord. This righteousness only comes from you. And I'm so thankful that you do that, that you are so good to us, that you are so kind to us, that you are so faithful to us. You are a, a defender of us and you protect us. So God, continue to guard our hearts, continue to protect our minds from the attacks of the enemy, knowing that whatever we face today, that we are not doing it alone. Deuteronomy 31 and six says this, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or afraid because of them for the Lord, your God, your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So it does not matter what we face. God, you are with us. You go before us. You are with us. You are surrounding us. You are encamping us. You are controlling your mind. You should be consuming our minds, Lord. For Psalms 23 and 3 says this, He restores my soul. He leadeth me down the path of righteousness for his, his namesake. Even in times of uh, trials, even in times of trouble, God, you restore our souls. You lead us to your righteousness, which is our peace, which is our joy, which is our salvation. God, we know that according to Galatians 5 and 25, that if we, are, if we live by the Spirit, we can will also walk by the Spirit. So this is how it coincides you leading us because we walk in the spirit. We live by the spirit. We want you to dwell in us. 
So we take thanks in our weakness because according to Romans 8, 26 and 27, it says in the same way, the spirit also helps our weakness for we do not know how to pray as we should, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he also searches the hearts, knows what the mind of the spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. God, how wonderful you are. That as we put on the breastplate of righteousness, we know that it is not our will, but it is your will. We know that even in our weakness, you are interceding for us with groanings that is too deep for words. Sometimes we don't have the words to say, but the Holy Spirit searches our hearts and our minds and he intercedes for us according to the will of the Lord. God, the Holy Spirit, you know what you want. You know what you desire. We don't know all the time. This is why we put you on on a consistent basis. We will not stray from you. We will not walk away from you. And it's only the Holy Spirit that keeps us there. So God, I ask that you fill our hearts today with your love and your peace and your strength so that we may be able to walk by you walk with you, knowing that you will always be by our side, knowing that you are always leading and guiding us. God, we thank you for the shoes of peace. And we pray that it will be firmly grounded in the good news of what Jesus did on the cross. We know that Christ is our peace and the Prince of Peace, according to Isaiah 41. John 16 and 33 says this, I have told you these things so that in me, This is Jesus. This is you talking to us, Lord, that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart knowing that I have overcome the world. God, we know that in you, your son, Jesus Christ, we can take heart knowing that you have overcome this world, knowing that our peace is within you. So we walk around with that peace of the shoes of peace, spreading the gospel, knowing that no matter what you go through, if you have Christ, we can take heart knowing that we have peace and that Christ has overcome this world, reminding us that this is not our forever home, that we are waiting to go to be with you. This is a temporary place. So we don't become swayed by what we see. We don't become worried by rumors or war, but we will have peace knowing who you are, knowing that our triumph and glory is in within you, we can stand firm on the word of God, knowing that you have done all that we need and you have, it's already accomplished. Even if we don't understand what it is, God, we thank you for your wisdom being poured upon us. God, I thank you for us, you, you, us, you giving us the heart of wisdom. You saying and putting that pricks in our hearts of saying you need wisdom. The Bible says that if any of us lack wisdom, if we ask of it, he will that you will give it to us liberally, Lord. God, I thank you for giving us your wisdom. Thank you for even giving us little moments where we need to seek your wisdom. Maybe it'll be something in there to where it sparks a curiosity, say, I need to know more about this. I need to pray for God's wisdom. It's a message, it's a song, it's a situation that makes us yearn for your wisdom so we can stand firm in you, knowing that Jesus is our peace, knowing that you are our love, and knowing that you have everything under control. You are all in control. 
You're so loving to where you're not controlling. You allow us to make decisions and choices, but we can find peace knowing that you have everything under control. So it doesn't matter what comes. Everything works together for the good of them that love God and are called according to your purpose. That peace that surpasses all understanding, that guards our hearts and mind. God, we thank you because of you. We have everything that we need. Yes, the battle, the battle may get tough sometimes. The road may become lonely sometimes. But we know what we said already in the scripture that you are with us always. And we know that the battle is nowhere near. It cannot be compared to you. For your word says in Romans that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. So as your believers, as your children, the the battlefield often takes place in the mind. God, cover our minds. Satan tries to throw assaults of doubt. Try to make us believe the lies. But for that, we put on the helmet of salvation, which gives us the confidence and safety during attacks of the enemy. And we need you to protect our minds. Salvation is more than just future benefits. It's more than just knowing that we will have eternal life with you. But it's supposed to impact our present life. Lord, allow us to understand what salvation means for us today. Give us that understanding. Illuminate our minds through your word so that we can see how salvation is applied today. So not only do we take peace in our salvation, God, we, but you teach us how to apply our salvation. Salvation redeems us. Salvation restores us. Salvation protects us. And salvation shields us from the daily attacks of the enemy. So that's why we put on the helmet, helmet of salvation. And we're saying thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. Thank you for renewing our minds. For Romans 12 and 2 says, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds. God, we thank you for renewing our minds and equipping us to go into battlefield on today. Lord, help us to keep our eyes focused on you, even in the midst of chaos around us. Even if the chaos is not directly in our homes, it may be chaos that we see on the news or on social media, God. Help us to keep our minds on you and help us to keep our eyes and our hearts fixed and focused on things eternal, Lord Jesus. For your word is something that we have to pick up on a daily basis, not just on Sundays, Lord, but help us give us that desire as the deer panteth after the waters, Lord, as the deer panteth and wants the water. Lord Jesus, allow us to desire you. For your word says in Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to, even to divide soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Lord, we will get ready. Through your word, we will get ready. Through prayer, we will get ready. Through knowledge and seeking truth, we will get ready. We will put on your armor of God. We will strap on the belt of truth, knowing who God is, knowing who your word, knowing what your word is. We will fasten the breastplate of righteousness to protect our hearts. We will fit your feet, fit fit our feet, excuse me, Lord, with the shoes of peace, knowing we carry the good news of Jesus and his death and resurrection. Let us not stop talking about the good news of Jesus. Let us stop talk, not stop talking about the good news of who Christ is. Let us be excited to proclaim his goodness, proclaim and understand and be able to articulate his death and his resurrection. 
for there will be people who will try to place doubt in us, but God, we stand firm of knowing that it is true. We take up and we put on our helmet of salvation, which will protect our heads at all costs, will protect our minds at all costs. Putting on the salvation is like putting on Jesus and saying, today, Lord, I put you on. Yes, I have accepted you, but today I put you on. Today, I will exemplify you. Today, I will think on these things, things that are good. I will think on the things and the glory of God. God, I will think on the things that you have done for me. And God, I will grab my sword of the spirit, knowing that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. God, Paul commands us to put on the full armor of God. And we thank you for giving us your word so that we can do that. We thank you for giving us the grace and the mercy to be able to do that. We thank you for your Holy Spirit for giving us the willingness to do that and the ability to do that. So Lord, as we grow in this and grow in this understanding, Lord Jesus, let us still pray and intercede for our brothers and sisters across this world. Every soul who who claims you and who does not claim you. Lord, we have to be those who are preaching and teaching the gospel. Not any form of the gospel, but I'm talking about the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ. As we do it, continue to strengthen us in our walk. Strengthen us in our mind. And we say thank you for your presence. Thank you for speaking to us through your word. Thank you for giving us instructions on how we can combat the enemy. Thank you for giving us peace and joy through Jesus Christ who has already has victory because uh, over the enemy. Because of the death and resurrection, we have nothing to fear. For your word says that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So as we walk on today, and as we move on today, let that be within our hearts. Let it be joyful in our hearts. Let us give thanks in everything that we do. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Let us continue to pray that we put on the whole armor of God on a consistent basis. Let us continue to do the things that God has called us to do with the joy and the hope of the Lord and that we have through Christ Jesus. I love you all and I will speak to you next Friday.